Hello everyone and welcome back to Christine on East End. I am your host Christine and in this episode we'll discuss how to plan your exit from your job or your career. So let's think about where we are currently with our financial situation. Most importantly our mental health or physical health. As I talked about in the previous episodes sometimes being in an environment that's not for you. Maybe it's not toxic, maybe it is, but it's impacting you mentally and what can happen sometimes suffering mentally can lead to physical symptoms. So we have to do a self-evaluation of how am I feeling? Where am I currently in my situation? Is it the best option for me to leave? And maybe it is best for you to leave, but maybe not right at this moment. So how do we work our way up to the exit strategy, the exit plan? First, we need to detach from the environment, the things that we are emotionally tied to when it comes to the workplace or anything about a coworker or an individual who works there, whatever it may be, we need to detach from it. Find a way to do that. Watch some videos on detachment, read books on that, articles, if you're not sure what exactly that is, but you're basically severing any emotional ties that you had to that job. Now, if you don't have any, great, even better. I feel like you shouldn't go into a job getting too involved emotionally. Of course, we're human and it does happen. And it's hard to be a robot and not get tied up emotionally because you do get attached to people and get into a comfort zone while working at your job or within your career. So... Um, definitely natural, nothing wrong with it if you have, but you do have to do that in order to move on in the process of moving on to something else. So first step is detachment. So now after we've done that, we have to think about, well, do I want to move on to a different department, but stay with the company? Do you want to move on to something different entirely and transition to something else how are you going to do that do you just want to quit and take some time to yourself to heal and maybe work on a passion project maybe just regroup and that is very important if you can do that, I would say do that. that. That would be amazing to just leave your job and take that time to heal, to get in touch with yourself and really get to know yourself on a deeper level. And then it's easier to move forward from that point because you know what aligns with you and what doesn't at that point. So I would recommend that. I think that would be ideal. Of course, we want to have our (laughs) savings 
and things set in place, or as I talk about in the previous season and just throughout my show in general, um, having several sources of income so that you do have the freedom to do that. But that's not always the case. Some of us are still in the stage of building our way up to that. So what do you do? Well, it's cliche advice, but you start saving money. And you might have to get really extreme with it. Like, no more buying lunch and eating out all the time. You're cooking at home. You're bringing your lunch. You're drinking coffee at home. Which is debatable because after we've done the math, like, I mean, are you really saving that much? In this case, you will be. But when it comes to, like, making a big purchase and investments or something big or huge financially, I I don't recommend that you do that. But that's a side note. But make adjustments and cut back on certain things so that you can save and be prepared to make your exit also continue to work as usual don't start getting lazy with your work or frustrated emotional you know mind over matter stay professional put on that poker face and um, just go in business as usual, like, so that you don't have anybody on your trail because they could just let you go, fire you, or um, sabotage you in some sort of way. And we're not trying to draw that kind of attention. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are very uh vindictive and evil like that so you have to protect yourself and keep that in mind as well um so of course we're planning on getting our finances together we're looking at everything on a big picture scale you know how long do you anticipate on taking this break if you decide to take a break you know is it are you prepared to do it for three months six months how long can you really do it reasonably where it's not detracting from you financially are your credit cards all paid off is your retirement account in a good place will that set you back from your retirement goal you know um you have to consider everything before you decide to do that But of course, for most of us, we're going to apply for jobs often, every day or weekly, and then we'll leave from our current position and move on to the new one. Once we finish that one, absolutely fine. But you have to decide on what you're going to do and how big of an impact damage, I'm talking about damage, that this current position has left you in where you feel the need to take time to recover. Um, So that's something also to keep in mind. 
moving forward with your life also. If you've decided to transition to something completely different that from what you're doing currently, maybe consider an apprenticeship in that department or field that you're looking to get into, paid one, um, that you can do while you're learning and still receiving a paycheck. Something to consider. Um, which I think is a fabulous idea and can really be great because oftentimes maybe you already went to school and finished, but you're not going to go back to school for whatever that field is that you want to transition into. So that's another little idea to consider moving on to an apprenticeship. You know, a lot of them might have like certain age limits, like 18 to 24, but there are plenty of them out there where you don't have to be young to get into it. And um, they'll help you make that transition. So I would look into that as well. If you're looking to make a big change and to leave your current position, but um, you definitely need to take a lot of uh, great measures to, uh, to make sure that you are prepared to leave. Um, and sometimes you come to a, a time and position where you're like, well, I can't really afford to leave. Like maybe you don't have the savings set up and you are starting from scratch. So what would I suggest to someone in that situation? It might be pretty extreme, but I feel like at that point you need to look for like instant work, um, an immediate hire kind of job. Maybe just for a short period of time, you can work both or three or as many as you can just for a couple weeks or a couple months until you can get yourself into a position to leave that job. Because although sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, my mental health is suffering, um, which I know that's really hard, you know, but you just, or you're just not happy in your position, but you have to put your mind over matter. You can't be emotional. This is where your emotional intelligence comes in and you can't give in to your emotions because right now you have to think about the practical the practicalness of your situation like you need money to pay your bills and if you don't and you're the one running the show you don't have a backup plan this is it this is what you have to do so you need to get find another way to earn more money where you currently are um and oftentimes you know in a normal situation where you are looking to stay with a company and grow, I would say ask for a raise. But in this case, I would say let's not do that because you're not really looking to stay any longer. You're just looking to move on. I suppose you could go ahead and ask anyway and still leave. I mean, they don't know you're going to leave. But um, yeah, I would recommend that. 
go ahead and start building on different forms of income so that you can meet your goal and again just hustle through it for the next couple weeks couple months until you can get yourself in a good position and you know when you can this is when we time block and make sure that you're penciling in like when you can apply for different jobs go to resume workshops constantly working on your interviewing skills networking with recruiters or different people online like doing that every single day until you can get yourself out of that situation so that would be the game plan for the person who is not in that position where they have everything together financially and they're just not happy and or in an okay place but they're just looking to make a transition or take a break and they need to evaluate a few things so the first step was detachment okay emotionally detaching and then of course coming up with our plan but before we execute the plan we need to evaluate where we are in our circumstances and what the end goal is and once we do that then we put our plan into action and we start asking ourselves okay how am i going to meet this goal how am i going to earn this money how am i going to find a way to save this kind of money um so i can do this move on with my life you know find my purpose find something that aligns with what i want to do or with who i am or simply just a job that makes you happy because there are jobs that will make you happy and they do have healthy environments so um that's that's what we're doing and that's what we're keeping in mind as we move on so it's it's all about choosing the right time before you quit your job and then there comes a time where you have to decide will you leave professionally do you want to burn that bridge I don't recommend that you do that. I feel that no matter how toxic the environment has been or um, unprofessional someone has been, you should remain professional and give your resignation letter. Now, the way they choose to react to that is on them completely. Because I've heard several stories where people have chosen to be professional and give their resignation letter and actually prepare to be at their current position for the time that they said that they would in their letter but the manager or the person in charge is emotionally um, immature and uh, unprofessional so they choose to be immature and tell the person like oh we won't be needing your services like you're fired today which can happen and it is a reality so always be prepared for that you never really know 
how that's going to go. Um, which is also why detachment is important as that first step. Because at that point, you've already removed any ties emotionally to the job. So you're prepared for anything that could go left. So nowadays, you know, with Gen Z and I feel like the younger generations, I would even say millennials, we can throw them in there too. They are not feeling the idea of giving a proper resignation simply because jobs would do that. They'll be immature and tell you, oh, we're just going to let you go. Or if you were in a completely separate situation where you just like got fired, you don't get noticed for that. So that's their argument on that. But I feel for your reputation and for your peace of mind, if I can say peace of mind, because I don't think that your peace would be disturbed if you just decided to like walk off your job or abruptly quit. Um, But something along the lines of peace of mind, just knowing that you that you were loyal to yourself as far as like the standard that you've set for yourself where you chose to be professional and to still give your best even when someone didn't deserve it because you're working on becoming your higher self and you want to do something you want to go higher even though people choose to go low you want to always choose to go higher so I say you know make sure you put in your resignation letter and be professional be polite and you know if that applies to your job where you have to make sure that you complete all your projects and tasks you know don't be petty and just like lock people out of files and um things like that like I feel and you know what I am gonna say that it does contribute to your peace of mind because let's say you were petty and you did like um just like destroy files and leave everything um locked away where your former colleagues can't get to it like that takes so much energy to be negative and i feel that if you choose to be negative even if the environment is toxic and people have mistreated you you're just contributing to it and you're not rising above and if you don't learn how to do that there you're going to carry that with you everywhere you go so you need to learn how to master this so that you can always rise above. Like I always say, it's like exercising a muscle. So you have to continue to practice it to get good at it. And once you do, then it gets easier with time and you're not triggered by the petty things that people may do or say to try to trigger you. You're not, it won't even phase you because you've been exercising that, rising above. So be polite, be professional. When you do leave, leave gracefully. And 
make sure that you've covered all bases for yourself and look, remain positive and look for the best in the situation because you learn something from everyone and everything, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, Sometimes it's simply that these are examples of things that you don't want to be or what things could look like for you if you were to follow in those similar footsteps or have a certain mindset and just wish them well. Okay, we're not wishing evil on anyone. <laughs> um, we're just, we're looking forward to growing and being the best version of ourselves and showing gratitude because again like I said it's a, a lesson where you learn a lot about what not to be or you leave a job where you learn so much but you outgrew it and now you're looking for a new challenge where you can learn even more so um So if you've chosen to not burn that bridge, you, of course, and I didn't mention, you want to resign face-to-face. But if you send someone, like, a text message um, or just over email, or I've even heard stories of people sending a certified letter in the mail of their resignation, that bridge is burned, Okay. Let that person know the higher ups, your manager, the whoever is your superior. Let them know face to face. You can write the letter, but hand it to them in person. You can do the email, but again, let them know in person. Still show up to work and say, hey, you know, did you get my resignation letter? You know, and just have a, dis- a friendly professional discussion about it. Show your gratitude. Be thankful and get a follow-up in writing because of course again with horror stories I have heard stories of people saying well managers (laughs) saying like oh I'm not accepting this or they ignore it you know which is why you want to do that where you resign in person and have that discussion If it's hard for you, I want you to know that you can do hard things. People can do hard things, okay? You can do it. You can have the hard, awkward conversation, okay? So you've you've resigned face-to-face. You've shown that you're thankful. You've followed up in writing. During that notice period... We still remain professional. We still work hard. We still show up, okay? Because what also tends to happen, people put in their two-week notice and then they just stop showing up or they show up when they feel like it or they show up every day, but they're slacking, you know? They take longer lunch breaks or longer breaks, don't really see the person even though they're just quote unquote being respectful of the notice period but work as you normally would have 
if you didn't put in your notice. So still work hard. Um, now this next thing I feel like is optional. Continue to support the business after you've left. It all depends on what kind of company it is. Um, if you work in like an office setting and it's just like, say you were like the project manager or in sales or any corporate position, it's it's a little hard to do that because you'll never see those people again. Normally you don't. Um, so, but if it's like a retail store something along the lines of that, like, this is where that would apply, or, um, you know, and it, again, I say it's optional, because it's like, do you plan on ever coming back to that position, and not even for that sole reason, but what will really be, maybe, or do you plan on recommending people to them, you know, so keep, those things in mind if you do have that intention um on keeping that relationship going i like to just connect with people on linkedin personally and keep in touch that way and then when certain things come up then you can um get in touch with them and let them know like hey i'm looking to come back or um vice versa maybe you have something for them this time but yeah, continue to support them. But that is all I have for you guys about the exit plan and strategy. Let me know what you thought below, if that was helpful for you, and if you plan on applying any of this information in your life. I want to hear about your exit plan and exit strategy. So comment below and let me know what was yours and what advice you would have for other listeners. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.